Hello and welcome to a question session on the couch. Question session on the couch. Question session on the couch. Question session. Question session. Question session on the couch with one microphone because I'm feeling extra lazy today and I cannot be arsed to do more than that. I cannot emphasize how <laughs> uncomfortably close we are. <laughs> Luckily, we are married. Don't tell them. <laughs> I think, think, think they know. No, <laughs> I cannot know. Welcome to Quetcher Session, Season 2, Episode 12, The Couch Edition. We Listen, I'm tired, and I thought we missed April Fool's, but this is close enough, so why not do like a goofy, wacky, fun, very late, what's funner than being late, April Fool's session of Quetcher Session. And to start off the wackiness, our noses are less than six inches away from each you other. can move young man no you have freedom on this couch no i want the people need to hear what i have to say and <laughs> if i know anything about microphones and i don't i don't know how well they're going to be able to hear me unless i'm right on four inches away from that i'm your host number one who is very happy that we're finally in springtime and it's not dark all the time at nighttime. I like that. I like it not being dark all the time. It's wild to record this, not in the dark. Big I, fan. I left work and the sun was still visible. It's a delight. Readers, my partner is a teacher. He always leaves when the sun is still visible. This is irrelevant. That is some nonsense and you know that fact. You <laughs> I'm no... not a teacher, I'm a vigilante. <laughs> you are fully aware that I have left after sunset numerous times from the months of Whenever it gets dark at like four o'clock. I don't acknowledge this. That's fair. Who are you? I <laughs> genuinely cannot remember what I demanded I be called. So do you recall? No. Yeah. So in that case, I will go for spouse host <laughs> number one. Okay. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know. Host number one and spouse host number one. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Welcome. I, you know, I feel like on this one, I mean, no, you know what? No, I'm going to stick it. The, we're going to talk about a bunch of goofy random topics today. Not like your typical topics. Let me assure you, it's still all going on. But in the vein of April Fool's and in honor of April Fool's, we're going to have a goofy fun time on the couch question session. Couch question session. All views and opinions we expressed, while they are probably really good ones, only reflect ours and don't reflect the views of our friends and family and employers and former employers and places we volunteer with and places we used to volunteer with and other places that aren't us. Just ours. Although, honestly, they're pretty good takes this time around, I'm gonna say. So. Although, I must immediately disagree with you with your statement that we're gonna do goofy statements. I've got the first, first topic. I've got something that is a very serious topic. <laughs> the people... <laughs> They need they need to know this. I'm I'm sure there are thousands of people who completely agree with this very very serious topic. Why they got to make Kirby games so short? Why they got to make Kirby games so short? It's ridiculous. It's Kirby. It's Kirby. Little curves. Little curves. Because they're for kids. How dare you? <laughs> Kirby is the only one canonically who survived the giant white hand thing in uh, Smash Brothers thing yes you know the thing with the curvy in the hand and the thing at the game with the thing and the other thing yes 
Although giant white hand, I was worried you were going a different direction with that for a second. So, yes, glove. Uh, yeah. Well, is it a glove or is it a hand? Honestly, I think in that game it was like a angelic beam of light. Like I don't think it was Master Hand. Oh, that was the. This is the Smash Ultimate. I don't remember the name of the mode, but yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you can't tell, I I'm good at video games. So good. But yeah. Why Kirby games got to be so short. Why Kirby games got to be so short. <laughs> so I want to tell you all a brief little tale about the amazingness of Kirby. Kirby, for those of you who don't know, is that little pink, round, red-shoed Nintendo character you've probably seen on the internet at some point. One of Nintendo's great mascots up there in the ranks of Mario, Link, Samus from Metroid, for those who don't know who Samus is. They should, because Samus is amazing. But here's the problem. Kirby games mm -hmm. are typically very simplistic because, admittedly, they are usually aimed at younger audiences. And apparently, one thing that toddlers and video game reviewers have in common oh, shit. is that they have the attention span of about 14 minutes. So what do you do in these Kirby games? You fly around because, of course, Kirby can inflate because he's so light and fly around uh, to a limited capacity, flap around. Lord knows if you anyone who's ever played Smash Bros. know he does knows he does that because anyone who plays Kirby, that's all they do. Yeah, that's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a strong ability. <laughs> I'll stop doing it when it stops working. Yeah, great vertical mobility uh, as well as Kirby apparently has the interior of uh, just a void so it can eat anything. But when he eats certain things like, you know, enemies of a particular kind, he can copy their abilities. So Kirby will swallow and spit things out or just swallow and absorb a power. And then all of a sudden it can, you know, throw fire. Or now it has a sword or a laser beam, whatever the case may be. Here's my problem. The games are like five hours short if you're lucky. Five hours short. Well, don't when you look. Five hours long. But Ghost didn't. The latest one, Kirby and the magical Kirby turns into a vending machine time. Yes. Didn't they say it was 10 hours or something? Yeah. And that's saying something. I have memories. Uh, mm -hmm. The N64. I have memories. Fond, fond memories of the N64 and Kirby and the Crystal Shards. Absolutely a phenomenal game. And did the really revolutionary thing of allowing you to combine powers all kinds of cool, funky ways, all kinds of really unique abilities. I remember it very, very fondly. We looked it up on the internet. It's on average like eight hours to 100% complete. 100%. Like every single secret. What we want, we want Elden Ring Kirby game. So here's my, <laughs> here's my, here's my problem. You spend $60 on a Kirby game. That's true. That is... Anywhere Eight, from five, five to ten hours of gameplay, or you spend sixty dollars on an Elden Ring, which is an old ring. That too. Also, uh, an actual video game. That's true. In case you didn't know. Yes. Now, again, I can't. I don't want to compare because that's like comparing, you know, college athletes to the greatest Olympians alive, as the, far as the greatest Olympians alive being Kirby, by the way. Yes, obviously. <laughs> but from a company like Nintendo, you'd think that they could put in a little bit more resources, make the game a little longer. 
seems like they're going in the right direction. I guess they have more secret bosses and more things you can do, but like 10, I have so many thoughts about this. You have Mario who has been doing an absolute stellar job. You got Mario. Great job, Mario. 10 out of 10. Mario, Mario Odyssey. Mm. Chef kiss. (laughs) Delightful. Fantastic. You've made leaps and bounds since Super Mario 64, which was a great game, but had its growing pains. It was entering the 3D world. But good length, fantastic gameplay. And not only was there the main quest, but then there was stuff to do afterwards. And I feel like that's the key. Mm. You have that short 10-hour storyline for the children before they go to sleep and the reviewers before they go online and say that it makes you feel like Kirby. Because that's what all of them always say. That's not the burn that I was expecting. Oh, what were you hoping for? The like, this game, not Kirby, but is not a thing with reviewers. This game is too long. Oh, this game why is game so, long? so long. Not Kirby. I, I, wasn't so long? Ab- I wasn't able to beat the game in the three hours that my boss said I had to beat the game. So clearly it's not a good game. Why are these games so long? I want to spend $60 on 45 minute gameplay and then never touch the does game it, again. Doesn't Kirby have... Like an after game thing, or I suppose that counts within the eight hours or however long it is. Yeah, that's the thing is it, it a lot of times when they say like 100% completion, they mean all that extra mm-hmm. stuff. Like you can beat the main game in like maybe five hours and then the, getting the 10 hours. Yeah, that's where it's like going for all the hidden extra stuff. Also, like why? Yeah, honestly, and people are like, oh, well, no, no one's saying that. But I suppose you can make your oh, longer games, you know, maybe you need the gritty, not gritty, but just. Skyrim, it's a little dark. Elden Ring, it's a little dark. But but no, what I'm saying is you've got like oh like longer games. You can't make cutesy longer games. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Not only that, calling Kirby a cutesy game is simultaneously 100% accurate and also laughable because Kirby canonically takes place in like a dystopian, like post-apocalyptic earth. But Kirby become vending machine. Kirby become vent. Kirby become stare. Kirby becomes stare. Kirby halfway. Kirby can eat an entire flight of stairs and waddle around with it. Kirby struggles to swallow a Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah, that one grosses me out a little bit. I'm on board, but yes. The, just the visuals of it's him a like, because he hasn't completely, with the vending machine and with the stairs, he at least completely envelops it, which is funny because stairs are bigger than the car. That's the but point. The car, but the car, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So Nintendo, here's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Take your existing, get now, I also, I'm going to burn Nintendo for just a second because- Oh shit, they're going to come to your house. I need to for just a second because <laughs> they- I don't get how they allocate their resources because they make a game like Super Mario Odyssey and that game is absolutely phenomenal. All the effort is very clearly visible. There's a musical show tunes number in the middle of it that is unforgettable. Let's do the Odyssey. That's the one. Please don't judge my singing. I'm tired. And then (laughs) they make games like Pokemon and maybe that's not the same company. I don't know how I don't understand how games are made. Oh, yeah. Game Freak or Game Freak doesn't exist anymore. Game Freak exists, but I think they're owned by Nintendo. Nintendo. But still, you get minimal. They're trying to make, you know, a game for, you know, lowest amount of money, you know, I mean, I also, it's it's hard with Pokemon. I get with Pokemon because you need to make models for mm-hmm. 900 Pokemon. It's just a Kirby eating a car. It's just a Kirby eating a car. <laughs> but so 
Also, video game designers, we know you do a lot of work. We're not oh, trying not trying to actually trivialize the, oh, the work I'm, that you go. I'm not in any way criticizing designers. I'm criticizing companies, not yes. yeah, not the individual. The individuals are awesome. Y'all, y'all rock. Y'all keep doing. What <laughs> Thank you for do. giving us Kirby eating car. Yeah, Kirby eating car. <laughs> I I do love it. It's gross, but I love yeah, it. It's, yeah. But what I need you to do is I need you to take that like ten hour game that you make and then just keep going. <laughs> And I'm not asking for a world the size of Elden Ring. And honestly, even Kirby canonically jumps from planet to planet. That's like what the shtick is. Or at, least it, at least it was in uh, Kirby and the Crystal Shards in the 64. So I'm not looking for one interconnected world. We can have hub worlds a la Mario Odyssey. I'm just saying make <laughs> another Mario Odyssey, but with Kirby. Although, again, I will take Kirby in Elden Ring. That makes sense in a sense and oh fighting kirby is some big eldritch boss who just sucks everything off and then takes on their yeah yeah like you saw that monstrosity estelle the giant pincered orb boss from elden ring i was fighting mm. yeah that was imagine kirby just gobbling that up <laughs> and then just having the powers is... of some kind of astral well, what's entity. kirby sound again uh, hi mm. yeah that's that's hi yeah that's the one you're better at that <laughs> so heads up nintendo listen listen a guest guest spouse host number one knows what he's talking about mm -hmm. unrelated topic number two why can't i wear costumes to work all the time okay what i don't and I'm all right. I understand, I guess, if you're working at a finance place or whatever. Why? I guess the question is more for places where the dress code is casual. So like, let's assume, which is a lot of places these days. Why is it so frowned upon if I wanted to walk in rocking my David pumpkin suit? Okay. Why? If I wanted to walk in rocking my Willy Wonka jacket, and like the whole thing and the top hat, and the cane, it's a pretty cool cane. Why? Why can't, why can't I just wear costumes? to work and also like i i can but i'm pretty sure if i were to work i'd probably get in trouble and if i were it outside i'd get too much attention that i'm comfortable with what but like what why why are costumes so frowned upon okay listen i'm not a hollywood makeup designer like it's not oh who are you where have you come to work and host number one is supposed to be here and it's this mysterious please you you know what i mean no, what? why can't i just wear fun costumes to work sometimes Honestly, I think the David Pumpkins uh, outfit belongs in a financial firm <laughs> like Wolf of Wall Street should have had. Not sorry, Wolf of Wall Street is a bad example. They're clearly criminals, but some like take a is <laughs> uh, a contradictory statement. Take a story about Wall Street that doesn't involve incredible amounts of crime, and you know, put the David S. Pumpkin suit in there. That just there's, surely there's a, a super cut of something. We're just an elevator. Oh, David Pumpkins. Is this accounts receivable? <laughs> I've got your TPS reports. Now I'm just kind of goofy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. But I agree with that. No, I mean, suits, wacky suits, mm -hmm. wacky costumes. I understand if you're in... I some kind of public relations you're having meetings with clients and those sure. clients are a very strict man i understand that but phil from accounting is never going to see the light of day 
Also, listen, the reality is in this new world, if I'm going to get real for a second, everyone's like, we're going to go back to work. 98% of us are just going into the office to then go into a conference room and sit in a Zoom. We're not seeing anybody. So, like, what's the problem? So, no one's going to see if I'm wearing a suit on top and then clown pants on <laughs> bottom. Already. I mean, we already already did that. Raise your hand, viewers, snakes. If you were in a Zoom call and looking professional from the waist up. Oh, you know maybe, those snakes are looking professional from the waist up. Maybe even just from the rib cage up because, you know, the Zoom windows can't see everything. And then gym shorts down below. Oh, my God. Little snakes in a gym shorts. Snakes in a gym shorts is pretty cute. Do you think it's, is it like the, uh, not Banjo-Kazooie. Ukulele. Uh, ukulele with the snake where it's, where it's got, do you, snakes, tell us, do you put your uh, uh, leg, do you put your tail through? Out one leg and up in the other, a la what's his face? Trouser snake. Trouser snake from ukulele. Ukulele, or do you just like pick one one day and one leg another day? You know. I think they have to because otherwise you tie the the tie string too too tight. Hmm. Yeah, gotta mm. feel the breeze. But anyway, have you 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 you've been there on a Zoom call, right, snakes? Yeah. <laughs> and you were telling me, spouse host number one. You feel like just in general, I think it that it has mm. to do with just a general disrespect, general disrespect of Halloween, which, as you all listeners well know, host number two and I have much respect for Halloween. So much respect, in fact, that I only very recently took down most of my Halloween decor and I'm still finding little bits because it's so embedded into my life. But I can't get rid of it, even though it's not Halloween time. And part of that is my fault, because any attempt that was made of, do you think we should, was met with mm -hmm. no. Yeah, because Halloween is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, there's generally just a, a disrespect for it. I mean, I mean, maybe it's just people are afraid of the spoop. That's possible. But there's fun spoop. There's also, so much good like, spoop. I'm not, okay, I'm not talking about giving Joni in accounts payable a heart attack by rolling in like as the predator. I'm talking about, let's, okay, let's say humanoid, okay? And I guess the predator is humanoid, but you know what I mean? Like a, a human person who's wearing maybe a fun getup. I can't, you know, think of something a fun get up not impersonate obviously we're not going to get into the whole impersonating officers and all that, but like howl just... from howl's moving yeah. castle a colorful delightful outfit yeah or or uh son from princess mononoke indeed you yeah. can tell the kind of costumes we have by the examples we're giving but mm. don't mind that you know what? Like, what's it's cozy in the winter the david pumpkin suit would be rad in the winter because that thing is 110 percent tablecloth material mm. so like party tablecloth materials that thing insulates heat like mm, so i'd never be cold mm -hmm. but cooked yeah or even you were saying uh, disrespect of halloween because you were you were talking i mean we're not gonna like mm. dox any students but you were having a conversation with are we yeah. just old is yeah. it not just disrespect of halloween or we're just old so i had a student <laughs> who in a you know they they were coming by when i was on break and they were just you know chit chat they had a they had a, you know some i think their lunch period off and they were just you know they were just chatting and one of the questions they asked me was what my favorite holiday was growing up and i considered for a second because i was debating between halloween and christmas i grew up celebrating christmas and the student was mortified that I had to ponder for a second 
And I said, well, I was pondering between Christmas and Halloween. And they were just so confused by that. They're like, oh, Halloween, really? Compared to Christmas? Like, yeah, Jimmy, Halloween instead of Christmas. All right, I am the Jewish person speaking over here. But like, yeah, Jimmy, I just, candy, dressing up in costumes, well, going out actually, with your friends. They had objections to that because their main objection was candy from strangers. That's so gross. Yeah. And I had I had to retort <laughs> in that case of just like, no, nah, I mean, that's a generational thing, I think, because... You know, in our to, so to our quote kid. to quote the great Dylan Moore, and when we were growing up, we were kicked out of the house at eight o'clock in the morning, and we weren't expected at back until there were bats outside. So, you know, there was a more of a like, yeah, go get candy. So, from are you saying we're just old for like the old? When I was your age, Halloween kids don't get no, candy on Halloween now. No, they do. They hundred percent do. I just I'm just like saying, yeah, I do this because I do this on principle. I want the candy, but I need to inform you, I don't approve of it. Hmm. Is that what Jimmy does when he goes to these I think Jimmy houses? does something like that. Or honestly, just they, the idea of getting candy from strangers just mortifies Jimmy. So he just goes out and TPs these people. So Sorry, Jimmy. Just, Sorry, listeners named Jimmy. Yeah. I'm sure you're great. But the we're... student's name is not Jimmy, by the way. So. Oh, it's one. It's Jimmy. You know, Jimmy, you know, we're talking to you. Anyway. And honestly, <laughs> it also, just to go back to the costumes, it I just object to the whole idea of particular jobs having an outfit that has to be that. So if you are outside of the norm, it doesn't even necessarily have to be outside of the norm for the career, just if it's outside of the norm for what someone has seen you wear. Yeah, basically, like sometimes what counts as a costume is arguably normal clothing. And I know normal, let's just US of A standard work mm. attire yeah, for the moment. Yeah, if you're used to wearing a certain things, sometimes just wearing different normal clothes is like, what the heck are you doing, man? I, for a while, was wearing Hawaiian shirts on Friday, and it was very disorienting for some people because they hadn't seen me wearing a Hawaiian shirt before. And it's like, you know what? You don't get to judge me for wearing Hawaiian shirts. My Hawaiian shirts are lovely. And and again, my my anecdote back back in the the ye old ages of 2012. Ah, uh, what a year! Yes, back uh, specifically December of 2012. Ah, uh, what a month! Yes, well, it was intended to be the end of the world. Mm, what a month! Because indeed, because the end of the Mayan calendar was showing up, and people assumed that that meant that it was the end of the world. I was not one of those people who believed that it was the end of days. But, but I did decide that I was going to, at, when working as a teacher, wear a suit to work because I figured if I was going to go out, I was going out in style. And I thought that would be a funny joke and also a fashionable suit. But the entire day, I was asked probably about three times, like, oh, you have a job interview? And when I said, no, I have blah, 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 they just kind of like, oh, okay. And then they didn't. It's like, you know what? And probably still thought you had an interview. Yeah, they probably thought I was. You know, <laughs> hiding the fact which is understandable you know yeah but the that's a power move if you're interviewing i take the day off i call out sick mm. i'm not wearing if i don't if i normally wear let's say uh jeans and a polo or a t-shirt or whatever or just a shirt to work unless there's a specific i'm never rocking a suit in there because they're if you if i was interviewing that's a, yeah let me show up in my interview suit they won't ask questions I think that's what it's going to take, though. I think it's going to take just power moves from a large community of people who are just willing to go in to work dressed as a clown, dressed <laughs> as son, dressed as howl, and just destroy, shatter the world of these people who are saying, 
no, you have to wear whatever we decide is the business. Wear your David S. Pumpkins suit to work. We need a flash mob of the entire adult population. And flash mob is not the appropriate word. wearing a David S. Pumpkins suit. But it has the scale that I'm looking for. Yes, everyone going in there and just powering through. Let's do it. Wow. What a vision. I like it. I think we have to do that. Okay. We'll start a Snakes. petition. Snakes, get your hats, get your clown hats Snakes, on. We need your organizational skills. Get your, put your your snake leg. It's called the snake leg through one pant and leg it up the other. We got when you're ready to move. Final unrelated topic. All right, I know I understand why. Quote now, this is outside of the conversation of you know good and bad foods and health and da 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 da. Arguably, there are foods that have more nutritional value for you than others. We're not talking about, you know, weight or anything like that. Sugar cookies from a purely like nutritional value perspective are not as good nutritionally. And I don't mean good, bad, da, 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 as a kale salad. I actually was going to say kale salad. So great minds. Yeah. That's what being so close on the couch means. Just our brains are linked, but so okay i understand and sometimes sometimes when you eat bad like a lot of quote-unquote bad foods like if i eat a big ice cream sundae i'm getting old and my tummy doesn't like it my tummy likes ice cream but it's like it's like up oh, just enough not too much because you know the shirt so the adage is you know generally try to eat quote-unquote healthy foods and i'm not talking about diets like grains and vegetables and fruits and lean meats and fish and all this stuff nuts did you know walnuts like great for the brain and this and that and the other thing but here's my question why then for some of us do the healthy ones make you feel fucking miserable for instance if i were to have an ice cream sundae my stomach might be like a little like oh sugar rush you know and i might get a little tired and have a crash later and not be hungry for the rest of the day if I ate a kale salad with walnuts, I'm going to be on the floor writhing in pain for mm, four to eight hours. This is true. I've seen it. So what the fuck is up with that? I'm trying. And also, I love, I love, loved walnuts. They're delicious. One of the rare, maybe that's the key. But kale, like I tolerate kale. I don't love kale. I'll eat kale because it's good for me. So it's not like, oh, well, foods that are good for you that you love. Why? Why are some healthy foods make your tummy go fuck off? And I don't think I'm the only one. You know, they, they, there's so many people where you eat, you know, a salad and your tummy's like, Mm-mm-mm. or you eat certain nuts and I, and your tummy's like, Mm-mm-mm. or your body's like, Mm-mm-mm. like, that's, well, then I'm just gonna eat the fucking sugar cookie. Don't make it harder than it already is to eat quote unquote healthy guys and see this is why my philosophy on salads and healthy food in general is i think the way to go you need to just douse the motherfucker in unhealthy salad dressing ranch does that count does that counteract the 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 tummy ache what it does is it's it's kind of on par with uh tricking your i'm trying to think of a good analogy of like sneaking in it's like when you oh are, like black bean out. brownies listen like imagine good. imagine imagine as you're yeah imagine when you're in your childhood or when you're rebellious teenage years you invite you know you're going out but you invite the really like straight edge like really great kid to go with you so your parents know oh they're going with samantha 
oh, Samantha's great. Nothing bad's going to happen. And then you go out with Samantha because Samantha's secretly a freak to just whatever party, <laughs> whatever party you want to go to. You have to basically trick the body and realize like, oh, I'm sorry. Is that is that a gallon of gr uh, Greek dressing? Mm. Oh, oh, we're about to have a good time. And then you with that slip in the kale and then the body doesn't realize that it's getting the good stuff because it's just coated with that sweet, sweet ranch or that sweet, sweet honey mustard or whatever you're dealing, whatever you whatever you're covering your salads with. Personally, again, I, I love a good oil and vinegar. You know, that's a nice basic ones. But I will not turn away a 7,000 calorie, whatever, blue cheese dressing. So. Well, right, but the point is, if you didn't do that. No, oh, that's what I'm saying. This is the remedy. Hurt. This is the remedy. You got to you gotta take it. You got to eat the sundae and the walnuts. Or even just time. some fruits. Like some, listen, let's talk mm. about those of us out here in the crowd who've got, like, obviously there's, there's, you know, people who are lactose intolerant. Although, man, you guys power power through yeah. good on you and your lactate i've never seen that stop someone before. <laughs> yeah i've never seen a lactose intolerant person not eat cheese because what am i not going to eat cheese so like kudos to you guys and obviously those who are gluten intolerant celiac that's a whole spectrum mm. but the, some of us can't eat certain fruit yeah in more than the tiniest quantities because our little tummies will hurt so uh, that's fun and now i know fruits have sugar natural sugar but, you know, home home skillet can't have a smoothie with uh, some nice raw fruits and veg because the uh, home skillet's going to be making a fun trip to the bathroom. And I think there's a lot of us. So, again, I'm not saying that happens to everyone, but why? stop? If you stop making it so dang hard, I'll stop eating so many cookies and eat more salad. But I can't because it'll make my tummy hurt. I'm not going to eat the thing that tastes worse than the cookie that also makes my tummy hurt. So what you got to do is you got to find the foods that strike a balance because there are foods that like are... a gallon of Greek dressing. No, 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 that, that, no, that was a different thing. That was finding good foods and then counteracting it with bad foods, mm. coating them together. I'm saying find a food that works in both categories. For example, for anybody who is not a vegetarian, not a vegan, a meat eater, I have recently, I don't do it often because I do know it's bad for me and host number one will kill me. If uh -oh. it doesn't kill me first. Oh gosh. Beef jerky. Hold on. Hold mm, on. No, the Low sodium. In fat. No. It's high in sodium. High, high in protein. And sodium. And it has sodium though. A lot of sodium. It's the double edged. Don't be it's doing a lot that. Of now we're just getting into a marital spat. Don't be doing that. I, I don't do it often. What's your definition of often? I only will do it if it's available at school because school sells it for way cheaper than at How stores. often does school sell it? And they haven't in like two weeks, so I haven't had it in a while. I'm Jonesing. I'm Jonesing for my beef jerky. Jonesing. Jonesing for my jerky. Jonesing for a Slim Jim. No, not Slim Jim. I've never actually had Slim Jim. Please don't. I Okay. Wink. Oh, dang it. She heard that. I forgot we were four inches So I guess the solution to this is eat jerky. Yeah. Eat high so yeah, sodium. Oh man, sodium's good. It's a preservative. It's it I think I was raised on ramen, mostly just because I don't even know how, honestly. My 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 mother was so health conscious. I don't know how ramen somehow slipped under the radar. And I'm talking about instant ramen, sorry, not like professional chef grade ramen. Ramen can be a fancy as heck. I'm talking like top ramen. I think that pretty much destroyed anything I, it, it it was such a poison that i think my body can now tolerate just about any food 
except super greasy things admittedly that that's that's my one weakness yeah but that would still count in the sort of bad territory so okay mm, like again mm. bad things like i said if i eat a real sugar bomb i will feel yeah. like garbage so what you need to do is you need oh yeah 100 but if i eat if i eat a single cookie for mm. example i'd be all right if i ate a single walnut we're not gonna have a good time yeah, we're not having a good time there so, so what the heck <laughs> so what you need to do is from the ages of 10 to 25 party because oh my god <laughs> yes i was gonna say have a ton of ramen just overload those sodium levels because that is apparently just a great way to be able to handle any of the healthy foods that are trying to kill you admittedly some of the greasy stuff can't work with you but that's you know that's just gonna that's please don't listen to either of our advice this is not an advice show and we're not is, doctors i i mm -mm. speak with the authority mm -mm. of someone who is a doctor <sighs> i do not have a medical degree i think my my internet research is actually more potent and uh i'll stop i'm joking <laughs> ladies and gentlemen a straight white man yeah. and we brought it around hey, hey. clap 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 <laughs> we did so well look at us Thank you for joining us on today's Quetchin Session Couch set or Quetchin Session Couch Chronicles or Quetchin Session the Couch the Couch Edition or or what do they call records where it's you know a special like the something edition anyway the 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 Quetchin Session on the Couch with host number one and spouse host number one it's been a delight talking to you we love you very much I hope you had as good of a time as we did doing the old podcast we'll end the same way we always do shocker shocker cases are going up so please wear a mask get boosted because now some people are eligible for number two and now uh guest host number three is our i think is scheduled hers so you all can go schedule it now and uh be kind to one another it feels like nobody's listening to us but i'm gonna keep asking that you be kind to one another because maybe someone will listen so. The snakes, the snake kind of. This, oh yeah, the snakes got it on lockdown. Yeah, they're, they're doing great. They're they're falling. But all the rest of y'all, step it up. Yeah. Well, we love you. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye bye. Bye.